morning, good morning. This is the Impact Man, and you know what time it is, baby. It is time to rise and grind. So go ahead, grab your coffee, grab your device, and let's get into this word. Good morning, fellas. How is your day going? Mine is going wonderful. Good morning to you. Thank you for joining me this morning for Morning Meditation for Men. I pray that this shifts your life in a way like nothing has ever shifted it before. Let's get into this word this morning. All right, you got your device, you got your cup of coffee. Um, I'm drinking some Blanchard's Darkest Dark this morning. Wonderfully dark, smooth cup of coffee, uh, no sweeteners. I'm learning, I told you guys that I'm learning this new, the Hoffman uh, Press methodology of making coffee. And what it is doing for me, it really is opening up uh, flavors in the coffee and making it so much more vibrant that you don't even need to add any sweetener to it if you do it. If you got a moment, go online, it's the Hoffman I think his name is James Hoffman or Jim Hoffman on YouTube, and he's got a whole bunch of videos. Check him out. Great guy. Um, so we're in Luke this this morning, Luke chapter 23, Luke chapter 23. So Luke chapter 23, verse 34, we're going to read one verse today. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. And they cast lots, dividing his garments amongst themselves. So here in Luke, we find Jesus hanging on the cross between two thieves. Based on what we have read previously, he was bought up on on trumped up charges. Even when the authorities said we find no fault in him, the crowd continued to scream, we want him dead. We'll take a known murderer before we take him. Before we release him, we want a, a known, we will release a known murderer before we release Jesus. The only, it, it baffles my mind when I think about it and think about what he had to go through, so on and so forth. But anyways, here he is hanging between these two thieves in a place that really he had no business being if it were based on the law. But because it wasn't based on the law, but because it was based on the crowd making noise, uh, he, he finds himself here. But there is a purpose behind it. And so one of the first thing that he says when he's hanging here about to die, mind you that uh, death on the cross was nothing easy. It was meant to be uh, excruciating. It was meant to be gruesome. It was meant to be extreme. They would take uh, spikes and run them through the soft parts of your hand into the wood. And then they would take spikes and run them to the soft parts of your feet into the wood. Either way, it was extremely excruciating. It was gruesome. It was a gruesome form of death. And it was meant to be that way. So, so he's, he's hanging here. He's hanging here, and this is his first word. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. 
And I was like, what are you doing? What are you saying? If you can imagine that you are the most powerful being in the earth, on the earth at that specific time, the most powerful being at any time he could have spoken a word and split the sky and millions of angels could have dropped out of the sky and wiped out everything. But in that place, listen, here comes this word again. He understood, comprehended, and decided this is my assignment and I must go through with it. What does forgiveness do? Number one, forgiveness forges a bond to you, to yourself, that reminds you that you will not allow external forces to dictate, number one, your internal state. Forgiveness says, I'm not going to allow what's going on on the outside of my life to dictate my inner being. Listen to this. However, you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if indeed in the spirit of God dwells in you. But if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. If Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, yet the spirit is alive because of righteousness. When Christ lives in us, it changes everything. And so we have to understand that I cannot allow the external poisons to dictate my internal peace. I hope you caught that this morning. I will not allow external poisons to dictate my internal peace. Forgiveness forges you, forges uh, number two, it is uh, uh, how you react even in persecution. How will you react even in persecution? When everything is going wrong, when everybody is coming at you, when you are hanging on a cross, forgiveness says, I'm going to change my mind to react different, even in the midst of persecution. Here, here Jesus was being persecuted. He was hanging on the cross, but while hanging on a cross, he still showed grace and compassion for those who desired, listen to this, to murder him. Because the ultimate goal of the Pharisees, the ultimate goal of the Sadducees, uh, the ultimate goal of the crowd was to murder Jesus. They had, no, they had nothing concrete. Everything they had was a trumped up charge. He's healing people on uh, the Sabbath day. Are you kidding me? He's coming into synagogues and he's delivering people in the synagogue. Are you kidding me? In the church? <laughs> Jesus came in the church and healed and delivered people in the church. And the priests are mad? 
we don't have enough time to go into this fully. But what I want you to understand is that when the priest and the leaders become mad because people are being delivered, it simply means that somebody is messing with the money. Whole nother story for another day. I'm going to let that sink in. I'm going to let you think about that. But when folk get mad because somebody else lays hands on somebody, when people get upset because somebody else embraces someone in love and shows them that Christ is all about love and not about uh, hatred and fear, and somebody else gets delivered because somebody's just spoke a word to them, if people around you in leadership positions are being upset and angry because of that, I need you to understand that that simply means that they feel like you're messing with their money. Okay, that, I, I'm going to leave this alone. Number two, forgiveness frees you. It frees you. Forgiveness frees you from others' preconceived mindsets and notions about who you are. What we need to understand is that people will always make up their mind about who you are long before they meet you, long before they meet you. A, a, a lot of times, long before people meet you, especially if you're a popular person or if you're a person in various circles, if you're a person that people know, um, if you are, a, if you are, I hate this word, but if you're a celebrity, right? And if you are a celebrity and people they, they make up their mind about who you are long before they meet you. And if they happen to meet you, then it's kind of like they've already decided that, you know, you're an idiot or you're this or you're that. But when you learn to forgive people, when you learn to forgive people, it frees you from others. <laughs> it frees you from others. And my brothers, this morning, I want to tell you that you want to be free. You want to be free. And you listen, it will help you to begin to know who you are as a man of God. When you when you begin to walk in your freedom, you'll be able to explore who you are as a man of God. You got to understand that there are people out here who don't want to see you do your best. There are people out here who don't want to see you grow your business. There are people out here who don't want to see you go on to the next level of your uh, career. But let me tell you something. When you learn to forgive people, then they no longer have chains around your ankles. Let me say this. A lot of times what happens in life is that when people put preconceived notions on you and then they speak them into your life, they literally are chaining you to mediocrity. And so you have to understand is that when I say I forgive you for the lie you spoke of me, then you just have freed yourself from their shackles. Today, I implore you to free yourself from the shackles that people have placed on your mind, that people have placed on your career, that people have placed on your family, that people have placed on your finances. 
Release those shackles. Forgive them. People told you, you listen, I, I've, I've heard this before. You, you're nothing. You'll never be nothing. Your father was never nothing. Let me tell you something. Those are some hurtful words, but it was not until I freed myself and forgave them for speaking that over my life that I realized that my father was something. And I don't want to go into my family history, but if he was nothing else, he was a seed carrier and he brought me into this place. And when he brought me in, he really, God released something. I can't get no help in here. He released something into the atmosphere, namely me, to make a permanent change in the world. He released me to make a mark, a spiritual, a heavenly, a godly mark in this earth that will not be erased. No, he wasn't there all the time. He wasn't at the football games. Well, I only played a few of them, um, but he wasn't at the football games. He wasn't at the band recitals. He wasn't uh, there when I got awards. You know, he was there every now and then. And people tell you, oh, you ain't going, your daddy wasn't being, your daddy was a drunk. My daddy died. My father died as an alcoholic in his car, drank himself to death. You just like your daddy. The devil is a lie. I'm not like my daddy. And let me tell you, I don't know why I'm here today, but you have got to free yourself. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. You have got to free yourself from what your parents said about you, what your father never was to you. When we realized that God had something more important in mind when he released us into the earth realm and we can forgive those who, who hurt us, everything is going to change. Everything is going to change. I haven't always been the greatest father. I know I haven't. And I want my children to forgive me and move on with their lives. But I know I had a job. If my job was nothing else to, to, to place a seed into an egg and then nurture it in, into, to, to be released into the earth. If that was my only job, I did my job. Here we go back with that word again. Assignment. Job. When you forgive people, it frees you and you, be, uh, you begin to walk out you. You've got to walk out you. John 8 and 32 says this, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. John 8 and 36 says, if the son sets you free, you are free indeed. And we got to understand that if we are in Christ, we are free. Second Corinthians 3 and 17 says, where the spirit of the Lord resides, there is freedom. And we've already read that the spirit of God lives in us. And so if he resides in us, then we have freedom. We have freedom. Forgiveness will free you. The last thing I saw here is that forgiveness gives you focus. What? Forgiveness gives you focus. See, 
Christ was still in this place, if I, if I might use my poetic license and think about where I might be in this place, here he was in a garden praying uh, a few days earlier or, or even a few hours earlier. God, uh, take this cup away from me. Take it away. This is really heavy. But then he says, but not my will, yours be done. Then the dudes show up with the knives and the spears and the torches. Where's this Jesus of Nazareth? We got him. Put him in chains. Took him in. Walked through various trials. Trumped up the Sanhedrin. And um, the, the, he went to Pilate. And, 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 and so he went to all of these different trials. All trumped up charges. And they tried to get him to say something. And, and you know, th there's a thing that said he's never said a mumbling word. He simply said, I am who you say that I am. And there he was hanging between these two thieves. Forgiveness gives you focus. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm telling you that when you forgive, you begin to focus not on what's going on around you, not what the what the voices are saying in your left and your right ear, but you begin to focus on the bigger task at hand. There was one on the right side. There was one on the left side. There were men down below him casting lots for his clothing. He could have focused on my God. He could have focused on the clothes and said, stop doing that to my clothes. But what he said was, Father, forgive them because they don't even have an idea of what they are doing. And he wasn't talking about just the guys casting lots for his clothes. He was talking about all of humanity. He was talking about the crowd. What was the bigger task? The bigger task was I have to die in order that they may live. I hope y'all are getting this thing today. When we learn to forgive, it gives you focus on the bigger task that you have as a man. It gives you focus on the bigger task that you have as a father. It gives you focus on the bigger task that you have as a husband. It gives you a focus on the bigger task. I want you to catch this one as a boyfriend. Yeah, it'll tell you as a boyfriend that it ain't about getting the draws right now. It's about building and establishing a relationship of trust and honesty. When you're a husband, it tells you that, that there's a bigger task than just uh uh, legal sex, as we might say in the church. The bigger task is taking care of this family that God has given to you. As a father, it means that I'm going to show up even when I don't feel like it. As a father, it means that I'm going to push through when I'm tired. As a father, it means that I have to know that it is okay to chastise, but not punish. Meaning, you know, you chastise, but you don't hurt your children. 
You embrace them in love when they're wrong. And you even chastise, because chastisement really is love. And look, I, I, I'm a proponent of the scripture says that, this, you know, the, the rod will drive foolishness from a child. Now, that's, a, that's another story for another day. But forgiveness will give you focus on your bigger picture, on your assignment, on the task at hand. That, that word keeps coming up. When we're talking about men, this word keeps showing up. You've got an assignment and you got to walk in it. You got a job, you got a task, whatever you want to call it. And you've got to walk in it. You've got to do what you've called, been called to do. Here's the thing is the enemy did not understand that by killing Jesus, it would put him in a place to fulfill his destiny. So I say, go ahead and let them assassinate you. Your purpose and your potential is just about to be realized. John 8 and 32, I think it says it this way. And if I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people to me. That's what Jesus said. He understood the bigger task. And he said that before. <laughs> he said that before he was hanging there. So when they lifted it up, lifted him up, he had to, had, had to ask for forgiveness. Why? Because he knew that the assignment was once I'm lifted up, all people will be drawn to me. Hallelujah. This is good news today, y'all. This is good news. Learn to forgive. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive them for the things that they have done to us. And forgive us for the things that we have done to others. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Brothers, this has been a wonderful, wonderful time with you today. This is just life-changing for me. I am shifting my focus, shifting my, my, you know, just shifting everything to understand and remember that when people come at me the wrong way or what I think is the wrong way, God has something else in mind. I cannot hold grudges. I will not hold grudges. I beg you not to hold grudges. Forgive folk and move on. I'll talk about it in another podcast, but there is a young man who needs our prayers. And I'm just going to ask you on today to find it in your heart to begin to pray for all young people in the entertainment industry. Call out on the power of God to heal, to transform, and to deliver people who are lost because of what someone said to them in a church. Yeah, in a church. We got to understand this is bigger than a building. 
we've got to go and reach the entire world. Hey, this is Pastor S. Jeffy Munson. I thank you for being with me on this morning. We out of here. Peace.